everyone. Welcome to Beyond Heroes. Uh, I am joined by a wonderful crew. We've got Lauren Urban playing Orkara Eldrex. We've got B. Dave Walters playing Freely and his floating camera. We have Hope Lavelle playing Penelope Half Pint and now Orlock. We've got Jen Kretschmer playing Alindra Subrand. We've got TJ Storm playing Keen Deapreth. And we have Adam Braffer playing Briv Steelmarrow. This is Beyond Heroes. We are set currently in a campaign in Wildmount in the wonderful world of Exandria, created by Mr. Matthew Mercer. And yeah, it's an unusual show. We've got a very eclectic group of people. We Every time that we roll a natural 20, you at home gets a chance to, if you're in Twitch chat, to potentially win a legendary bundle, which is all of the 5th edition D&D books. It's a giant prize. So every time we roll a natural 20, 20 there'll be a raffle in chat. So that'll be really cool. Um, we've got a couple announcements. One, I've got a really cool cos- critical role cosplay video coming from Chicago um when i was at c2e2 and uh all of those people were lovely amazing positive people and they're just the best people on the planet so that video is coming out monday and we've got a bunch of briv steel marrow news he is is under a silent spell briv steel marrow is coming to idol champions like right now he's he's there right this second if you play idol champions or if you don't briv commands you to uh, go try this game out. Uh, it is uh, a really interesting game, beautiful art style, really, really love it. So uh, yeah, check out Bruce Steel Marrow. He walks around without the metal like outside of his body, but then when he starts getting hit in the game, the armor comes out, uh, which is uh, you know super, super cool. And as you and can see- flow. And, Yeah, Flow is That's here. Awesome. He's got equipment for, uh, you know, Spiral, the Griffin, Theo, the Brass Dragon, all kinds of stuff. So definitely check out Briv and Idol Champions starting right this second. And uh, I also wanted to share that we did do a dev update musical last week. It actually happened. And so if you have not seen any of that or heard any of those songs, by all means, go check that out. We had... Uh, some great participation with the cast here that I really appreciate. So, uh, so check that out on YouTube. Hopefully moderators can get uh, some links out to the playlist, but uh, that was a lot of fun too. So, so check that out. And then finally some big news on the alpha front for the dev update tomorrow morning. So be sure to join me for the dev update tomorrow morning at 9am, same bat channel, different time tomorrow, but same time as normal, but different time than this time right here tomorrow way too confusing join me for the dev update in the morning those Uh, times sound made up yes they are very made up all that sounds made up i don't even believe that's a real video game it's probably not it's It's all in briv's head okay the best Uh, best briv's video game ever (laughs) (laughs) i believe that's all the announcements correct anyone else anyone else we have fan art we have fan art we got pen of smiting Yay! I don't know if it's up on the screen because I'm not looking, but we we continue to get awesome fan art and I love showing it off because it makes me happy. And and I think this is the one with with Keenan Briv. I'm not looking at it, so I can't tell. (laughs) I'm not not looking at it either. We may just be staring at the screen. Dost thou hear yonder cacophony? Okay. (laughs) What means is cacophony? (laughs) Perfect. Big bada boom. Big Big bada boom. (laughs) Yeah. 
I love it. Thank you so much. We continue to be super thankful for all of our our wonderful Uh, fan art. Great. Yeah. Also, I just want to say you guys would like, I think the reason why fan art means so much to us, it means like something we did inspired you to create something, which is like the highest praise possible. So yes, thank you so very much for all of it. That's right. Yeah. Someone, oh, I I feel so bad. Uh, Who drew me as a mind flare? (laughs) Oh, I'll look that up. I'll look that up for you real quick. Like it's it a little upsetting. disturbing to be honest yeah it's a little upsetting but uh it's well done and good one <laughs> it was just upsetting because it was a mind flare uh randall hampton oh, the mind flare <laughs> thank you so much for making fan art of me uh i do have to say a skin colored mind flare is the most upsetting mind flare so <laughs> <laughs> don't know why a gray see. one is more comfortable to me but it just is so yeah all right let's uh let's go ahead and uh get on with the show all right Welcome to Beyond Heroes. Previously on our episode, our heroes managed to get out of a dungeon after a great deal of black pudding debate. There was a uh, steel skeleton that had a black pudding on it, and after essentially dancing around it as much as possible freely, the halfling uh, managed to procure a ring from it, as well as some other items, some gold, some gems, as well as a greatsword which Bruce Stilmaro now currently has, after the debate of, as to whether or not, the, everyone decided not to kill the black pudding. So everyone went upstairs, well, didn't go upstairs. Very specifically, Penelope Halfpint dug a hole all the way through to the surface. You emerged into a forest area next to the mountains and took a long rest. And Orkiri Eldrex had a very upsetting nightmare, as did... Penelope half fight not upsetting but she ran into someone named the traveler and the interactions with him were perhaps very pleasant and he gifted her with some of his own magic and now Penelope half pint is a warlock and that is where we left off so it's morning it's the dawn and both Orkira Eldrex and Penelope Halfpint have woken up from very different dreams. What are you doing? How are the kids I, doing? Kids are fine. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're, they're waking up. They're, they've started eating uh, bacon. Hugo had actually killed a boar in the middle of the night. Hugo. Uh, Freely had seen Penelope cast her witch bolt, which is how we figured out what had happened. I'm like, so wow, wow, wow. Who did you make this deal with? Was it the hag? I think I'd have noticed if it was the hag. Yeah, no, 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 no. Um, it was this this person in my head named the Traveler. Hey, Alindra. Yes. Uh, 
did you get a list of all the the gods that are okay to worship here? Did, did was I that we picked up? Discover that in my research. You did. You did discover that. Is that one of the? Is that one of the okay ones? No. <laughs> hey, hey Penelope, can I make a suggestion? Don't tell anybody. What? Why not? The traveler said specifically to tell everybody about them. Yeah. Well, remember what happened to me? Well, isn't that no. why we left that place, though? What happened to you? I forgot. Uh, bad things. Bad things happened. So you might want to be Prison. careful. Oh yeah, 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 Execution. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Dost we not need to just depart this Dwindag Nabbit Empire or whatever it is called? And then Penelope can worship whoever she pleases. Yeah, I'm with Briv on this. Let's just like take the kids to Hob Hobbing. Where where are we gonna take these kids? Hoobastank. 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 <laughs> Let's take them to Hoobastank, and then we can like get out of this place. We gotta help our care anyway. Clarification from DM: You know it's Hooper Duke. They <laughs> judge you. Briv still says Hoobastank. It's a completely different word in Halfling. Let's let's deliver the kids and then like go find this like bright queen lady because like look at Orkira. She's like all pale, which is hard on golden scales. While this is proceeding, I am checking my leg to see if there's any infection or any change from the claw bits that were in it before? No, you're healing up nicely. It, it had been infected almost immediately having the hag's nails try to burrow into your, your ankle. But now um, after cure wounds and, and remove curse have been cast, uh, your ankle is healing up quite nicely. Very well. It is time for the little warriors to begin their training. They've had enough time to eat. I pull them aside while the others weapons training okay what kind of weapons are they using are they using like staves or branches they still have the pieces of random machine parts that they found from down below they have not proved themselves as warriors yet so they still only have practice weapons okay a wrench and a lead pipe i believe yep. so they will learn to use these properly and gain the strength and skill before graduating to real weapons okay yeah do you have you you've got about 12 children you know, King Deopreth is sitting out there in a, a slight clearing in the forest with his own glaive, and you see about twelve, you know, twelve of the children, all all in formation. Um, you know, at first it's kind of like what they're kind of like not into it. It's morning; they'd rather sleep in, but they get into more and more of a formation as time and minutes go by and and start moving through choreographed a series of movements that you would see perhaps in the monastery. My season of autumn deepens and I continue. Okay. So how far away is Hooper Duke? You can know? see the black smoke from Hooper Duke in the far distance. And it's clear it's at the end of this mountain range as you look to the south, um, southeast. And uh, you, you do see quite a bit of just dark smoke coming from it. And you even from this distance, you can hear this constant rhythmic uh, boom, boom, boom. The sound of machines being used far in the distance. I look Wait. for Avrin. Avrin is hanging out with Rend, having some kind of weird philosophical discussion with this giant kind of iron golem-like creature. It's, I, I'm actually fine with all three of them being there. I'm like, and, and you guys are, are sure that these kids are going to be safe in Huberduke? 
I mean, as reasonably safe as anyone is anywhere in this world. Yeah, uh, Avern speaks up. They should be fine, actually. Strangely, Hooper Duke, even though being sort of uh, for the for the Empire, being a place where many of their weapons of war are created, are almost entirely independent from the Empire at the same time. And there isn't actually a very large Crowns Guard presence there either. They only recently joined the Empire about 200 years ago. And liberties, you might say, within the Empire. How how much further is it? A day's travel? Two? Five? It's a day's travel. You can see as far as I can. Mm. All right. And, I guess and they're, we... they're going to be okay. Well, with them being drow and goblins and kobolds, no one's going to bother them? I have a safe house there. It's going to be fine. We're just going to get them over the border eventually. Or perhaps... Mm, transport them to another place that is more hospitable to children. Hey, Rand, you're the one person we haven't talked to about this. Uh, when, when we showed up in Rexentrum, there was like a circle of ice and we didn't remember anything. And like, I was up on a sign and I was on fire and, and Briv's sword was covered in blood. Like, does it mean anything to you? No, it means nothing to me. That sounds like a great story. No, it depends on how it ends, buddy. All right, thanks. Okay. It also kind of being depends on how it ends. Perfectly honest, my sword being covered in blood at strange random times is not all that random, so to speak. Okay. It's, it's less about the random and more about the we don't remember what led to that. I think that's the problem, right? Well, I'm yeah. sure that I killed someone. Is there something wrong with your brains? Yeah. yeah. Would you like me to fix your brains? No, 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 no. And I very much hold up my clockwork I, hand like, no, I'm good. No. Okira <laughs> no. <laughs> considers for a very long moment. <laughs> oh, no, Freel is probably right. There isn't anything on, the, on, on a humanoid's body that cannot be replaced. All right, kids, time to roll. We're gonna, we're gonna... <laughs> <laughs> and I would like Technically, to be... a head is a limb. That's not accurate. Rend, we should talk while we're walking. I'm really oh, interested yeah. in having a discussion. It comes about off by sword just slightly harder than an arm or leg. Anatomy, perhaps. Some discussions about how human... I work without my head. Function. I'm sure that you work without your head as well. I can no, take one of your heads no. off to show as a demonstration. Not so much. Remember she that he puts, his, he puts his hand on Lyndra's head and starts just no, lifting. No, no, no. I'm, I'm fine with my head right now. I, Thank you very much. I appreciate I, it. I, no, I prefer to keep it don't on. Don't be for insecure the, the about this. It's going to be no, perfectly no, I, fine. I, I, I'm quite comfortable. Thank you very much. I Oh, listen, you. everyone should overcome I, their fears of being it's headless. It's not that. No. Look, I can do it. And he takes his head off. <laughs> Rend, you can do that because you're special. We We can't. See, it's all connected. It doesn't have the joint there that you have where you can unscrew the knobs. Consent is sexy, Rand. <laughs> Consent is sexy. And I do like punch him with my, I, I mean, just like, I don't try and hurt him, but like with my clockwork arm, I'm like, <laughs> you hit him and it's just like, dong. And it's like a little warmer than he should be. Like, it's just like hot. It's like, hit, it's like punching a hot skillet. <laughs> all right. If, if everyone's insecure about this whole headless thing, I won't take anyone's heads off today. None of us need full body transplants today. But when your birthday comes, perhaps Ooh. I will have a surprise for you. 
I like where you're going. I would personally recommend not surprising anyone with headlessness. No, definitely not. Oh, if, oh, if anything, people like to put on things like hats and helmets. It's, we, we tend to add on rather than remove. Although to Rin's point, I would submit that most headlessness is very much a surprise when it arrives. Agreed, agreed. Never, but it's never a good thing. I have, never, I have never seen someone without a look of surprise once they've been headless and they look, I think, ecstatic. Not Does that expression change after you've done that? Because for us, it's good when that expression can change. That usually means they're dead, which no, is not a great way to be for us. They're happy forever, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll talk about this on the road, buddy. Okay. We need to let's, let's get to getting. I would <laughs> like to be collecting the stories of the children as much okay. as I can because folklore always contains important information about cultures and societies. So I would yeah, like to you, be you, listening to their stories. I tell them my stories and listen to their stories. Uh, well, currently they are, uh, it's hard to interview them because they're still training with King Day of Breath right now, but you will have the option later probably okay. uh, to do so. Then uh, um, may I read on, up on the Dunamancy book that I have? Yes, and you haven't really had much of an opportunity to do so. Uh, as you open the book, you find lots of random scribblings and drawings, and, and, and some of them are like made out of chalk. And you learn about, you were able to learn some about Dunamancy as you see Keen Deopreth in the distance uh, training the children and, and them all getting better and better at their formations and their combat. You you learn that dunamancy is very much about potential, not only time itself, but also gravity. So you, there are a number of spells that you yourself know that could easily fall into the ca category of dunamancy. It is a arcane type of magic that is largely being studied by the Kreen Empire and mostly comes from there. Some of these notes seem like mad ravings. These are, this book was partially written by Averin, and you see several drawings of, you see, you see a reference to knights, specifically Echo Knights. And there's a drawing of a knight and then a shadow next to it. And this reminds you very much of your one of your encounters that you had where uh, another form of someone came out of their body to fight alongside them in Rexentrum uh, when the uh, Dark Elves were attacking. And then you see yourself drawn in the book um or what am i doing you're just standing there it's just it, it's just a fairly well done drawing of you in the book and as you turn the pages you see orcara eldrex you see a drawing of penelope half pint and there each of these are a scene there's a moment where <sighs> you see yourself reaching out to the Kraken and you see images of freely as a mind flare. You see Keen Deopreth facing off with a, a dragon high lord. You see a Penelope half pint. I'm gonna fast in a forward um, yeah. to to see where it how far it goes in the story. It stops about several months ago. What's the last thing in it? The last thing in it um, is a tree that is partially made out of bone and wood. So 
So it's my last memory prior to coming here? Yeah. yeah it's your last memory prior to going there. And you actually see a drawing and in, in loose chalk of this shadowy figure that clearly is the outline of Avron, and written under it is imposter. Oh, no. What's everyone else doing? Or Kara, how, how is your morning going? I've plunked myself next to wherever Penelope is sitting, hopefully near the fire, because <laughs> I'm still kind of cold from the nightmare. I'm like, so tell me about the traveler since you probably can't tell anybody else. Penelope Rib is just... just walking behind and through where everybody's going, like over where the kids are, where they're having their conversation, doing lunges. <laughs> it's like a perfect circle of lunges around the yep. entire party. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Penelope has taken a stick and she's kind of drawing stick figures just like in the dirt and any she's specific just... stick figures <laughs> yeah 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 so there's a stick figure with a lion's mane of red curly hair and she's like singing like his name is the traveler he's here to make the world better his eyebrows are made of feathers and he's never, never, never gonna leave me. That's all I know, really. That's pretty neat that you got taught a song, too. You got powers in a song. That's pretty fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Power of song. So here's me, and here's him. And you can see that I'm, like, a lot smaller than him. But, you know, it's like a, it's, but it's okay, because he's big, and he's gonna protect all of us, he said. He's gonna be a friend to everybody. Okay. And you seem nice. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You seem so nice. Okay. Listen, I I didn't mean for you not to tell anybody about your new friend, our new friend, the new friend. I don't know. I'd, I just get in trouble, you know? So you just probably want to be careful about who you talk to. Okay, I'll, I'll try. But, you know, I also made a promise to tell everybody. So maybe I won't. Try. Uh, All right. I can, yeah. I mean, I, I, I get them making a promise to someone that said they were going to help you. So I, I, I'll i see what I can do to help if things go bad, okay? Okay. All right. Oh, are you drawing Alindra? Uh, no, that was that's you. Oh. Okay. I should add wings, probably. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm a little shorter. <laughs> Your legs persist and now you have formed a complete dirt circle around everyone as you have finished your lunges for the day. Uh, what do you want to do other than lunges this morning? Um, at this point in time, Briv is just trying to uh, seriously loosen up for the travel ahead. And he, like, as he's going around behind everyone and, and doing this, uh, he's just saying, time to go, time to go. And he's just like kind of randomly saying that. Trying I to guess it's time get, to go. Uh, get everybody to, <laughs> to stop whatever they're doing and us to go where to, to the city of Hoobastank. Hoopaduke. Hoopaduke. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not opposed to people losing levels here and there. <laughs> we'll let the fans be the judge of whether that's. I didn't know that sword was cursed. Weird. Weird. <laughs> levels, limbs, yeah. lives. Nothing funkier than Hoopaduke. Everything can be lost. <laughs> Can't verify. But then you have quests to go get it back. Yeah, there you go. And you lose other <laughs> things along the way going to get those things back, you know. And, uh, and then suddenly you're your... staring at a blank character sheet. <laughs> freely Rolling out to... the level one character. Yeah. Freely wants to talk 
do it while we're traveling. Like, I won't say anything till we're on the move. All right, uh, King, do you get done with the lesson with the children? If it is time to go, uh, then yes. But I keep the two that I have given weapons to uh, close so that they may practice doing their job at least for an hour in the morning. Then they can join the other children on the walk. All right, everyone finishes their eggs and bacon and uh, Hugo packs everything up and uh, everyone starts moving on their way, walking towards Hoopadook. Let us move to Humpadink. When, uh, what, he doesn't get threatened? That's how you say it in Elvish. Everybody knows that. I'm threatening him with my eyebrow. (laughs) Trust me, it's the worst of it. Um, uh, over a group chat using using telepathic bond i would like to um let everyone know that i had picked up this this book as we were going down uh, as we were going into the tunnels i uh I found a book and as i was going through it we're in it <gasps> Br- briv immediately tries to uh like take it from you to see where he is at in it I, I'm not holding it. It's it's oh, packed okay. away. Well, yeah. then Briv is saying, oh, c- "Canst I see? I uh, want to see if they captured my likeness." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it like a storybook, like with pictures and everything? Like a comic book. <gasps> like a book for heroes. Wait, They're... we are not talking about Tusk Love, correct? Oh, please, no, no, don't let it be Tusk Love. No, no, that was confiscated, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, we lost Tusk Love. I was going to the rest of that. We lost not one in of this the world at that point. Rest. That shall um, be I'll, in the sequel. I'll, I'll get someone to fill me in on book one, and I'll just start on book two. <laughs> There, there's, there's, there's not much story there. It's just uh, <laughs> I'll read a recap or something. Framework. Um, just a series of actions. But it's strangely long. <laughs> Tis yeah, what that, she said. That was, that was the title of the yeah, chapter two. Tusk loves it strangely long. Strangely That's right, long. Yeah. <laughs> it's. I think that we need to. <laughs> we broke her. We broke her. Like, well, um, you guys remember. The she last said. time there was pictures of us from the future, it sort of ended with us destroying the world. So maybe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or saving it, depending on your point of view. No, I super think it was all worthwhile. It all paid off fabulously, but it's dead still what happened, though. I mean, I mean we're still here and there's still a world and things, right? So, talk of Averin before this, when we look at the picture of the man by the tree. So I, ha- I haven't anything? shown you the book yet. Oh, oh okay. Oh, yeah, okay. So, oh. so I, I, I haven't taken it out. I don't want to let on anything about it. Um, okay. I kind of, what I was trying to get to was we should, there are reasons I think we shouldn't discuss this publicly or with Averin or Rend or Hugo, but I have some concerns about our escorts here well we're only going to hooper duke with them right and then we're gonna go somewhere else so let's just get to the city make sure the kids are okay and then we'll we'll talk outside the city i mean hooper duke can't be any worse than rexentrum and if they were gonna hurt don't the kids, say that they... please don't why say would that you, why would you put that into the universe have you don't not ever say you know until the last 48 hours the world has been a good place and like the life is fun for me okay so i'm believing this was just you a, mind were a mind flayer the likelihood of it being worse is 
fairly minimal. I, see? And I don't think they mean the kids any harm because they already had the kids. If they were going to hurt them, they would have. So, you know. Anna, I don't think they're going to harm the kids. I'm worried about the city, but it sounds like the city's going to be fine. So. To, uh, in, in reading about in in kind of the friendly you know visiting you know the Zagat's guide to while while wild mount on a budget um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> seeing wild mount on on five pepper pieces a day um did i find out anything about Hopperdoop other than the fact that it is a gnome city like do i know anything about the culture of it that's that's what i'm trying to uh, Does they, thou know how to pronounce it they they, they work hard and they play hard yeah rowdy town dangerous town not dangerous not necessarily dangerous not not quite the word they're Playful, like they're gnome I... edgelords <laughs> like we're looking at at, at rocking out kind of oh yeah town. like if you like to party go, let us go make this <laughs> as practical as possible if the children travel with us to where we are going they should danger than they would in hopper duck Uber Duke, back of the throat, back of the throat. Upper Duke. Duke, yeah. I, I just want to make sure that we're not bringing them, like that that it's not a town that's going to kill them on site kind of thing. Um, or that that's the kind of cultural It very specifically says in the guide that this is not a place they kill children. Uh, no, no, it, it, it is very, no, you feel comfortable. <laughs> like Uber Duke okay. seems like an okay city for them to be at. Yeah. It, it doesn't seem to, to, to be of an eminent threat. So, okay. Yeah. But that, given the fact that Avon mentioned that there is a safe house, very likely that they will be safe. I agree with Priv. It's a better option than coming wherever we're going. That's yeah. true. We, we seem to find problems. People and tend kids. to die a lot around us. Yeah, and, and we, I still don't have any diamonds to bring anybody back. So if we, we get should... there and they're in danger, then, you know, we'll save them then. We do have that gate. We could potentially take them back to... Waterdeep, if it still functioned correctly. What? We could just leave. Yes, let's go right now. Why I didn't are know we're still here. Yeah, no, let's point. go to Waterdeep now. I offered up the option before, and no one <laughs> wanted to go. I want to see who I did not understand no. that we could just go back to Waterdeep. What? I still have I mean, a hand. I'm not sure it works. It's uh, we haven't tried it since. It wasn't. I don't have a ton of Perhaps experience with this. Try it they, and let uh, all the people go there. This place is horrible. <laughs> wow. Oh, brave man. We could have just I mean, left. Ah. Let, me, let me just make sure that we could take them with us if we if we open that up. But yeah, we we have a cubic gate with us. Freely very much like, I know this is all in our heads, but very much like breaks with formation and just like walks off the path, like grumbling to himself, like, could have just gone home this whole time. <laughs> As you're waving with your mechanical bionic arm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like kicking rocks. <laughs> Didn't say you could go home. You're, you're making me kick. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm actually quite curious about this place, and I'd like to know more about it since no one's been here before. That's other than there the are that all, here. there are thousands of people already well, here, so people but, have been here before. But we've we had never heard of it. <laughs> this is new to us. Just like the odd eldritch blast is just just blowing up trees. Just the odd pine cone just exploding into shrapnel. <laughs> Squirrels are running away from the fierce and deadly warlock known as I believe that we should try to return because I have people that I care about back 
in Faerun. Also, I kind of agree. If if you had asked a couple days ago, yeah, sure, let's explore. This is kind of sucked. Let's not be here anymore. Oh, but people need us here. People need us everywhere. Make That's a, ma- uh, with advantage, an intel, uh, a charisma check for me, um, B. Dave, for freely. Because at this moment you, of your, your anger and your rage and your shooting eldritch blasts everywhere you go, your eldritch blast is changing as you get angry. <sighs> Uh, that is green. It, I, I feel well, yeah, it was like reddish green already. Uh, that is a 26. <laughs> you inadvertently, through in, you know, inspiration, almost as if in, in kind of the sense of like when you are composing music, sometimes you know what the next notes are, whether you know why you know it or not. You have almost you have invented a cantrip known as Freely's Tantrum. <laughs> <laughs> cool. First of all, first of all, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, But does it just, it's just a a, a different like visual display of like. You've created a new uh, sort of spell that you need to like, you feel like you have this amorphous blob of an idea now of of arcane energy and and you'll have to get back to the DM. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Just, ooh, but it feels good though. It feels good. Yeah. It probably deals damage, but also calms you at the same time. You pass off that anger to somebody else. It's anger transference. It's a, it's a, yeah, 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 no, 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 I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. All right, I'm good. Um, while while we're still moving, I'm like um, out loud. I'm like, uh, Penelope, can I can I talk to you for a second? Yes. Um, and still sort of, you know, within... You know, I'll say uh, 50 feet from the group. So where we could clearly see them or they could see us if something grabbed us, but like where we can kind of talk carefully. I'm like, um, so uh, I figure I'd ask you a little bit about this like warlock stuff and maybe I could like, you know, show you some things. Okay, yeah, I, you know, I, I, don't, I don't feel any different except for I've made a new friend and that's always a good feeling. You know, you've got a friend to the end, that's for sure. Um, well, okay, I, even though I have my, uh, my short sword that's in my arm, I still got my old just mundane blade. I take it out and I show it to her, and then it just sort of like turns jet black and like a little bit of ice goes down it just for a second. I'm like, can you do anything like that? Like, like uh, you know, I, I told you my, my connection is just... I just feel it. Like, I mean, I haven't seen the gods. I haven't seen whoever helps me, but it just, I, it just acts through me sometimes. And one of the things I can, I'm just good with like any weapon I touch. If I'm just like, no, that one, and I can just do it. Like, I mean, cause it's just in me. Like, can you just like oh. feel it? Like, um, okay, oh. let, let me try, let me try because everyone keeps calling me this warlock thing, but I don't know what that means. So. Um, you th- think it's just a feeling, right? Oh, it's more than a feeling. I mean, you know, the patchoul patchoul, but I mean, it's just like okay. It's it's, it's like <sighs> I don't have to try; it just happens. Okay. Um. <sighs> I don't Nothing. feel anything. All I can feel is okay. Wait, wait, wait. I could just ask my friend, right? I mean, if he's gonna answer, yeah. Like it doesn't work like that for me. Like, but yeah, sure. Oh, okay, okay. 
Um, hello, Mr. Traveler person. If you can hear me, can you please let me do something kind of cool? I okay. super listen in because we're telepathically connected. I try and hear if I hear. <laughs> I don't let her know, but I'm very much like. <laughs> uh, does he hear anything? <laughs> roll uh, wisdom persuade. <laughs> roll roll a persuasion check. <clears throat> what are what do you, what are you saying to the traveler right now? Just asking, uh, Mr. Traveler, can you uh, like help me do something? I don't know anything. Maybe something kind of cool. No, okay. Oh, that's a net one. Halfling <laughs> <laughs> uh, luck. Halfling luck. No, it isn't. Oh, yay! <laughs> yay for halflings. Yay! You're like ah ah. Hooray for halflings. <laughs> Children's book. <laughs> <laughs> I want that book. Uh, now it's a twenty-two. Twenty-two. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, all of a sudden, all of Penelope finds hair just suddenly like floats in the air, and she. Re- flies off the ground as the leaves swirl all around her and green energy kind of dances around her feet and then everything stops. <sighs> and then all the leaves in Penelope Half Pint drop to the ground. Was that a warlock thing? Yeah! 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 Bring it in, bring it in right now. Uh, yeah! Woo! Yeah! <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, just... Uh, and And then I honestly, I just kind of like explain to her some of the stuff I can do. I'm like, you know, when I can like touch people and I can like see through their eyes, you know, like, I mean, that's like, okay. I just like, I just like do it, you know? So like, you know, just, just I don't just think about it. Like, okay. you know, if, if mm. just try things. I mean, we're walking this whole time, by the way, but I'm like, you know, yeah, just like, I, I'm like, okay, like, you know, um, hold on a second. And I, there's no way for me to show her that I'm doing this, but I'm like, I tell you, like I touch her and I use my share senses, you know? And I'm like, all right, turn around and like, Look down at your fingers and how many fingers are you holding up? Look, I can't see. Just tell me. Or uh, don't tell me. Just look at your fingers. Okay, okay. Mm-mm. And then I, I know. Like, I'm like, four. Because <laughs> I can see what you can see. Whoa! Yeah. Ah, right. See? Like, you know, that's just a thing I can do because of that. So you can do stuff. Oh, that's really cool. That's really cool. Um, 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 that's okay. how I. That's how we spied to get our care out of the jail. The guard, he, he showed me everything and he didn't even know he was showing me. Very fancy. I'm just used to like moving giant walls and rocks and dirt and and water and stuff that's really big and powerful. But this is cool too. I think you're gonna find this is a whole different connection to the Feywild. All different connection. Yay! (laughs) I'm excited. Okay. (laughs) And we keep walking. Okay, you keep on walking. Uh, Keen, uh, the children are marching uh, almost in kind of army fashion down the road. <laughs> the kids you... were marching two by two. Hurrah, hurrah. Mm-hmm. So, so Keen has fi- found his the Keen Scouts. Oh, oh, that's adorable. I want art. And, and they have put <laughs> leaves in their hair. And 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 twigs and stuff, trying to kind of mimic your appearance as much as they possibly can uh, along the way. They have badges. They rotate to tell what season they're in. <laughs> yeah, they they've already they've already started. Saying, like the goblin child is like, I am in my winter. I'm in oh, my summer. <laughs> oh, you absolutely are. No, you look great. Very well. They are doing well, and I make the kobolds sure like they- I'm in my off season. <laughs> I it's make, okay. We'll I get make you back sure on. That, 
I share my my uh, elven bread with him. It's a snack for doing so well about an hour in before the first break, before lunch. Okay. It has hit about lunchtime, and you are very close to the city of Hooperduke, and you, you keep on hearing it. And the, the sun is going to set probably in about four to five hours, um, and by then you'll be in the city. Is this roughly winter-ish time, like the days are fairly short? It's hard to tell whether uh, this is fall or spring right now. So. Okay. Still kind of coolish in the morning, warmish in the afternoon type deal? Exactly. Okay. Wait five minutes and the weather will change? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do we need to do anything special to get into the city, or are they just going to let us in, Averin? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I didn't know it was part of this. Uh, I have a back entrance into the city. It should be fine. Um, again, there's not much King's Guard there, so a uh, Crown's Guard. And uh, yeah, you shall be able to get in just fine. Averin, you said that this place is not a human city. No, this is largely uh, gnomes, dwarves, and some humans. And these children, they are not any of those things. They will be okay there. They will be okay there for now. We are putting them in a safe house and then we will take them elsewhere. We will probably head to the south and probably sail for Zorhas. Why are you doing this, Abram? Because this is what I do. Help people you or was... you are getting paid? No, I, I help get people from one place to another. That's the entire thing I do. It's the whole, it's what anyway, I care about doing. Anyway. Whether you need to get to another plane of existence or if you need to get to another country or you are on the run, I help get people to other locations that they need to be. Wait, 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 wait. All those things. Wait, wait, yeah, no. We like, we told you that like circle of ice, didn't know how we got here. I uh, don't know what's going on. Like we like, these are all words we said to you and that didn't like, that didn't trigger anything in your mind until this very second, April. No, because you're not my concern. My concern are these 12 children. Wow. These are the people I am trying Why? to get because to Because someone is to paying thou gold? No, I'm not getting paid gold. Then why dost thou not care about us? Because we're not children. more than capable of taking care of yourselves. Except we can't get back to where our home is. Well, but we can figure that out. I mean, that's he's right. We're... we're the kids need protecting. The kids need somebody. If thou hast the power to help someone and thou dost not do it, thou art an ass. Yeah, but sometimes you have to make a choice between two if people. If you that are you incapable help. of asking in a polite way, then you are something worse. I believe Says the that dude we that robbed our friend in the first thirty politely seconds. Politely asked. <laughs> you all seem very capable all of you somehow to go wherever you want to. You have a powerful wizard, you have a powerful druid, you have a powerful cleric. You seem capable on your own. My priority right now are these 12 children and getting them to safety. And I will do anything I have to, to make sure that happens. And that's good because that means that we don't, once we're here, then we don't have to worry about that anymore. We can go do whatever we need to do. Well, let me ask you this, buddy. And I show him the ring. Does this mean anything to you? He examines it. It's of dark elf make. And uh, as used to communicate sometimes, fast distances. I had one once myself once. Mm. All right. If we needed to get to, well, um, what's, did, the name? Had, what's the name of the place where the Bright Queen is? Oh, sorry. Zorhas. Is it, is it, oh, Zorhas, the place he wants to take the kids is the place we got to go? He's taking the long way around. Uh, if he, if you ask him to show him, show you on the map, it's it's a convoluted way. 
Like it's going to take months. What if we had to get there much faster and weren't afraid of a little risk? Well, um, not yeah, for the but, kids, for us. Right. Uh, I think flying is kind of out of the question, considering you'll be pretty conspicuous. If with all these purple worm attacks, there may be tunnels that lead under the mountains going up to the Zorhas border, or you could head north possibly and try to use the rivers and the, uh, the sea up north to go around and get there. I wouldn't. I'm not taking the children that way because it is a very cold and semi-dangerous journey, but it might be the fastest way. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised if the tunnels perhaps have been filled in or are guarded in some way. Um, I, I would I, not recommend trying to go through the border. I pointed Kane's chewed up calf and I'm like, and we had a mixed bag of experiences in the last tunnel. Do we even know where we got to go in Jorhas, and do we even know how we're supposed to see the Bright Queen, or even if she'll help us? Like, there's a lot of questions we don't know. Well, after we get the kids to safety, and I hold up the ring, I'm like, maybe we just ask. Are non drow welcomed in this place? Oh, in the Empire, not not particularly. No. Mm. I mean, oh, wait, in in in, in Zorhas, absolutely. Zorhas. Yes. In fact, mm. if anything, humans are not very welcome. Humans are not. I mean, there there are humans who are in Zorhas, but uh, it is almost the flip side of the dual Delian Empire. So, very well. Now let's get these kids into town, then. Yeah, one thing at a time. Let's do this. Okay. Uh, you are, nothing really quite happens unless there's anything you want to do. Um, there are no encounters. So. I like no encounters. That's nice. <laughs> That'd be really We're good. Be let's spending go on the night here. You can, yeah, you you will very likely be spending the night in Hooper Duke. I so. divine sense. As we uh, like, when, when, when we're within, when we're within range of like, you know, fairly close range of the walls. You, you just want to divine sense the entire city. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, there's no one bad anywhere. I would, I would be more suspicious if you were like, there's nothing negative anywhere in the city. I'm like, this is a fey illusion. Burn it to the ground. As, as the sun begins setting and you find yourselves perfectly silhouetted, as you're moving across a hill, you're heading into Hooperduke and you see kind of the black smoke still coming from the chimney stacks. Um, there is this kind of beautiful outline of Keen Deapreth and all of his Keen scouts all marching behind him as they reach the wall of Hooperduke. And you, Hugo and Rend also go over there and... You see Aver move a few arcane symbols in the air and a door slowly opens up. Ah, and back door. It leads inside the city or outside the city? Outside the city. Did, did you have to speak Fran to get it open? Why does everyone ask me that? <laughs> hey, that's not a no. That is not a no. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I'm ashamed. It's like the one, two, three, four of passwords for walls, but yeah. <laughs> From our time with the gnomes, because when we were during a while, do I have anything, a coin, a tool, any gnomish knickknack that I've still got from that time? A spit? Oh, uh, wait, wait, I, I got something. Hold on. <laughs> uh, thank you. Did I mention thank you for getting most of my stuff back? I really appreciate it. And I'll nice. go digging around in my bag and I'm going to pull out the spectrometer and I'll show it to you. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Keep. And might, I don't know, like if we deal with some gnomes, who knows? Maybe you can show that like we're like down for the cause, you know? Like, I, I don't know. Might like be this? Useful. 
yeah, it might be a useful prop. Like we've had friendly dealings with gnomes before, you know? Okay. I mean, this is a completely different plane of existence, gnomes, but we can try. I bet gnomes are the same everywhere. <laughs> gnomes. I, I don't know. I don't gnomes think that's... Are, hey, gnomes are just discount halflings, okay? They oh, sign I... something to freely. It, it cultures change. Mm. I'm sure they're going to be terrible. <laughs> it, it, it was the ghostwise halflings variation on the uh, ancestral halfling gesture. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of this way, it's more side to side. Like I get it though. Yeah. All right. Got it. Yeah. It's you know, and in some places you can you can make that hand sign like it's a. It's true. It's a yeah. 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 That's that's our sign. You can't make our sign. Yeah. So you, I got uh, it. As you pass through the wall, the sound of music becomes louder and louder and louder, and you hear screams and hollerings everywhere. And Keen and Hugo and Rend uh, rush the children over to a nearby house, and they open, unlock the door, and open the door, and everyone kind of goes in. And What's with the party? In the alley, there are two passed out drunk gnomes just snoring as loud as you've ever heard them. And one of them is actually holding a flintlock pistol. Just, <laughs> okay, I'll shoot, I'll shoot. I told you, gnomes are the same everywhere. And he goes back to sleep. Okay, not the kind of party we want to hang out with. And I'll go inside. What, what is this building we're going inside of though? Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a house, it is a stone house. I mean, is this the safe house for the children? Yeah. Is it best for us to stay with these children? Probably we tend not. to attract quite a bit of attention and trouble. I, I start looking, is there some kind of other establishment? Oh, there are, yeah. Uh, if you start walking around that building as the children have been ushered in, uh, they all, if this is goodbye, the children kind of poke their heads back out. Bye, Keen. The children will not go into this place alone. I will go first to make sure that it is well enough for them to be safe. You go in. Uh, most of the wood in there is oak. There are plenty of beds, a living room, a fireplace. Of, you know, kind of gnomish devices as well that are not particularly helpful. Like, you know, something that you... you you, you wheel around and it helps you like put frosting on a cake, you know, just useless gnomish devices that, that, you know, don't make sense, but are also fairly harmless. But yeah, there, there are beds for all the children um, and several beds and uh, the place is clearly also warded by some arcane magic as well from the inside, almost like a, um, a larger uh, tiny hut in a sense. <laughs> A me medium hut. Medium hut. Medium hut. Avery's medium hut. <laughs> mm -hmm. Avery's medium hut. Yeah. Avery's extra extra L. Avery's <laughs> average. Avery's <laughs> much bigger hut. Yeah. Avery's <laughs> average establishment. Yeah. There you go. Avery's <laughs> average establishment is okay. Two spells have been made this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, the service is not great, but it's not terrible at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> it is It is a, a solid three, yes. Then, yeah, we, I look over at Hugo and Rand, and I'm like, well, um, is this where we uh here on the shores of this average establishment where our fellowship meets its end? <laughs> yes, I think we really appreciate you getting us this far. We are, we are very thankful. <clears throat> and we're thankful for you for your help, too. You have done, you have changed these children's lives. Is there a way for us to get in touch with you easily 
other than sending, um, in case we need to contact you? Well, I am actually planning on putting up roots here in Hooperduk. Um, I have gotten the impression the gnomes drink quite a bit, and uh, I can I can myself, despite my old age, uh, lift a lot of casks of ale. And it's, it's actually win-win really for me. When you look at the economics of how large gnome is and how much alcohol they drink, uh, I think I could make a quite a good retirement living here uh, by opening up a bar. So, you know, the shots can be much tinier. So, and also if people get a little bit rough, I can perhaps pick them up and just take them outside of the tavern. So that is nice uh, as well. <laughs> much easier I, to deal with than say a Goliath. You know, you don't want to deal with like a drunk Goliath. Even an unconscious Goliath is a bit of an issue, frankly. I don't want to get into it. Yes. I hold up my hand and show it to Rand and I'm like, do I need to know anything else about this thing? Well, you know, be careful while you're sleeping. <laughs> I pop the blade out <laughs> yeah, and it glows kind of brightly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of thing I would watch out for. I wouldn't high five anyone anytime soon. <clears throat> that is vital to my identity. You, well, I, well you perhaps Brave, there's that solution that the two of you have. Yeah, you can high five Brave. Anyone who's not made we, of metal. We high fived earlier and you were fine. I trust well, you. I can use the other hand. Maybe the other weird hand. With the other, you know, it's, uh, Just be careful. If thou dost look at the elbow of the other person, that will still hit even with, uh, even with thine other hand. Oh my God, I have not heard that in a long time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well, I do look down at it, and I'm like, well, either way, thank you. And I high-five him with the middle hand. <laughs> you see, like, one bead of sweat. <laughs> like, it's totally fine. Like, he's trying to make you feel good about it. He's like, oh, God, I'm going to lose my hand now. No, we've both been, we've both been disarmed. <laughs> um, before we go, Avon, we... um. So, so we have no memory of meeting Avon before, or mm. do you recall? Have you ever been to the there's a, a tree that we visited once, it, it, and I describe it without getting into the location too much. Like I don't want to give that away, but just the the general description of it. Do you recall? Have you ever been there? Do you know anything about that place? Yeah, I'm not your father. It's not me. I'm, I'm confused. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, father. I, that's a weird flex. <laughs> totally strange patriarchy. I wrote that book, and my wife and I wanted to spend the rest of our lives together, and then our next lives, and our next lives. So we were consecuted by the Queen Empire, so that once we died, we would be reincarnated together again. But for us to get to be consecuted, I had to worship the Luxon, and I also had to serve the empire, the dynasty, I should say. And I became what they call an Echo Knight. So I was able to, <clears throat> I was once able to move a shadow, a potentiality of myself out of my body to help fight alongside myself, much like some of the Kryn warriors do. But something went wrong. What went wrong? My shadow left, and I could not be an Echo Knight any longer. How, how does your shadow leave? That's a good question, and I don't know. 
but whatever that thing is, is a dunamancy teaches of potential. And my shadow found a way of leaving me behind. So I have no magic left in me. If thou canst ever find it, someone can sew it back onto thine foot. I have heard a story of this before. Yes, well, I've also heard tales of using soap to also stick a shadow to oneself. Certainly can work, yes. Have you tried thinking of happy things? I've heard it it casts fly on you. It all sounds made up. It needs pixie dust for that. I thought that thou wert a wizard. (laughs) Oh, Penelope, do you have any pixie dust? Maybe we can help this guy. Sparkles. Oh, you all get hit by... Dust glitter. <laughs> you just Brit, get hit by just half glitter, and it gets oh, in your eyes. That's never gonna and come out. <laughs> just like, everywhere. Do you feel any? You feel any different? Try and fly. Abram's like completely covered, head to toe in glitter. <laughs> glitter beard. Yeah. It's a good look. So, okay. <laughs> just dusts the, the glitter out of his hair. I'm okay with it. Second star to the right and straight on till morning. I get to spend the rest of my life with my wife. We have a good life together. I do not need to be magical. Wait, if we were wait, to wait, find... where's your wife? We found you drunk in an alleyway. Well, okay, not I was having some of a hard time about it, yes. But she, she actually, uh, she works near the border, actually, giving tours. Tours? Of what? Uh, notable people have died in locations in, in, <laughs> in, in Wildbound. Well, I think someone oh. was talking about this. Was is this the purple worm t- to us? Oh, you've heard of them? Yes, I the have. Someone was talking about it. Yes, yes, very famous. <laughs> so, if if we're trying to get there, should we go find your wife? Maybe we should we can like get a ride on a purple worm, go go see some sights, go go to Jorhas. You, you you can certainly yes, you can certainly try to get a purple worm. Um, you will need documents and stuff like that verified and and, oh. and all of that. That's true. Okay. Um, <laughs> Joke gets away from DM. <laughs> Always. Yep. Um, if we were to find your shadow, what would we need? Would you want us to bring it back? I am happy. That's if, not what I asked. I don't want it back. I don't need it back. It's not me. You don't want your magic back. I do not care. There are other ways to learn magic, clearly. And he flexes his hand. Well, is there you. something you'd like us to do if we do encounter it? Maybe give him a halfling gesture of some kind. Oh, Freely's really good at those. Well, thank you for that. So, I'm okay. You can move on now. For bringing the children here, they will be safe, I promise you. Why don't I remember anything past that point? I do not know. I have this, and I have the, the dirt, the glowing vial of dirt from that place around my neck yeah do i remember where that's from now or you remember where it's from okay and as i've said you remember your mother you just don't remember him do you think there's anything that this could do to help you help us understand i don't know this is not my area of expertise this is all arcane dunamancy magic i am not the person to ask about this it is all theoretical should ask about this who is the the answers are maybe in zorhas if you are really looking but i i'm i'm just man 
Well, you're 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 a man that helped us, and we really appreciate it. And so, thanks for taking care of the kids. Yep. Uh, yeah. Fare thanks. thee well. Thanks. Actually, Riv starts walking off. Actually, I talked to the little drow kid. <laughs> Sorry, mm-hmm. I thought I'd be looking up to you for a minute. No, not the, yeah, no, yeah, it's, it's early Hello. puberty. I'm like, hey, uh, before we head out, you, uh, by chance, were you born in Zorhast? Yes. I realized that you had to be very young when you came to Rexentrum, but if, if we were trying to get back to Zorhast, is there anything that, uh, you know, a story, like, you know, my friend Alindra was asking, like, any, like, you know, the special mountains will guide you home, anything you could do to help us? I'm seven. But you're a very mature seven. Look at the size of your boy. I am. Hmm. All right. Well, hey, just you um, can take giant eagles. Are those I'll a walk, thing? I'll walk up at this point and put a wing around freely and be like, "He doesn't need a giant eagle. We've got a druid and we got a me." But <laughs> but thanks. That is excellent advice, buddy. Just I'm hey, a uh, giant eagle. She is. Take, She's a giant eagle. Take care of yourself, okay, kid. Remember what King taught you. It'll keep you safe. Aw. Yep, and head out too. And they all hug King. I get down on a single knee, and after the hug, I look at all of them. We have shared some stories and several footsteps. You have taken the first path of the warrior. This path is not for all of you, but the lessons you have learned on this path, you can carry through your entire life. You two eldest, I charge you with looking over the rest of your family. And yes, this is your family. You are all family to each other and you must all take care of each other. I charge you with this. Do you all accept? Yes. Remember this. We will meet again someday, perhaps. Remember the stories of the Feywild and the Elven Court and the stories of the warriors and the heroes. Perhaps some of you will make your own stories and I will await to hear those stories. Little drow, come here. There's another world. In this world, there is a giant. And in the middle of this giant's head is a giant eye. On top of his head, he has hair. And at the end of those hairs, there are other eyes. I met this thing once and it had a pet goldfish. I do not lie. That said, I took this from that place. It is a small music box with the image of something called Silga. You play this music and you will know that there are other stories out there. There are other worlds and there are other people like you that will need your help. Grow, be strong, little one. All of you be strong. Share this music, share your stories, take care of each other. I need a name for the drow child. His name is Furion. Thank you, Keen. Very well, Furion. Very well, children. I will see you in another season, no doubt. Strength and honor. All right. At this point, as Briv is walking away, uh, just under his breath, he's kind of muttering, Huggeth Keen, what art we, chopped liver? (laughs) And he's he's kind of, you know... (laughs) just muttering Aww. under his breath and he's walking like he's trying to walk, you know, really upright and uh, looking for uh, a place that uh, he's going to stay the night. But then uh, he does st- like his eyes start watering. He, he just sobs just a little bit uh, and, and holds it back and 
just immediately uh, doesn't wipe his eyes because he knows that's going to give him away, but he keeps his back to everybody the whole time. And he's just uh, try, trying to find his way. Uh, he, he probably finds some establishments before uh, the eventual one that he stops at, but he's trying to let everything dry up and calm down before he, uh, he, he actually goes into one of them. Okay. You do so. You, you, you find a bar back at the safe house. All right. Well, I guess we're parting ways again. Thank you so much. I appreciate everything you've done for us. Please be safe. And if you need um, transportation to another location, I will do my best. If if I can find a way for you to get home or to somewhere else, I will do my best in the future. Thank you for your help. I really appreciate it. I'm sorry that I stole a diamond from you. I was drunk. And I'm sorry that you made me not drunk and made me even more cranky, but you know, that's the thing. I sleep in alleyways. Just keep it in check so you don't get in trouble and so the kids stay safe. Rand, please don't remove anyone's heads unless you will specifically ask to. Everyone's saying things that are nice, but you. Why don't I get to remove a head? If someone asks you to, you, you can, but... Uh... I'll walk up to Rand and I'll give him a hug and I'll say, Rand, when I'm ready for my hug, my head to get removed, you can remove mine. He hugs Orkara and two molten tears come down his eyes and luckily don't burn you as they hit your scales because you have fire resistance. <laughs> for a moment, it's kind of nice because I've been cold this whole time. So I'm like, ah, I'll let you know, okay? Otherwise, take care. Okay. I'm fine. You can't remove anyone's head. So, you know, whatever. I think you'll find other things to keep yourself occupied. You'll find a good hobby. It'll be okay. One. You did know that people can change their, their garments, right? That they can swap those out? I take off my cloak. I, wasn't I put it attached. back on. <laughs> I grab a spare cloak out of my pack and I put it around him. Hugo, he, he goes like, Please do not encourage him now. He will try to remove someone's back. Please just be very gentle with what you inform him about. So he, he is like a dog with a, uh, a brain phrases in your country, but it's just, yeah. It's, I, while everybody's saying their tearful goodbyes, Freely very much is like, wait a second. Arkira's kind of stuck in time. And Averin, you're kind of stuck in time. I know you what? said this isn't your thing, but does this seem related to you too? You, you're like, you're not resting. You're not changing. You're all like stuck like this. And he, he doesn't breathe and doesn't and like th that. I mean, I don't know what happened to me, but I'm not dead yet. I don't see it. It's, it's, it's needlessly complicated. I've been dead before. So that's, uh, my breathing is much shallower. My heart rate is much slower. I don't know that this is related. It could be Dunamancy again. It could be that she has been severed from the weave, but there are no answers inside of me for this. Uh, that's what Killian said, and that he said we're supposed to go, well, he mentioned something about the Bright Queen and that she's the only one that can fix things, but... I would not necessarily trust him. Yeah, I know. I mean, we should go find Briv. We should go. It, it was All a long right. trip. Let's do it. Okay. Averin hands Lindra a sending stone. Should you need me, Thank let you. me know. And he hands, he hands freely his, his pistol. Oh... Why does that seem familiar? Why does it seem like a bad idea? For when magic doesn't work out. I shall call it Penelopal. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I, I tuck it away. I'm like, thanks, Avery. 
for you it's like tucking a shotgun into yeah it's like, yeah, it's like a hell like the hellboy gun really we're gonna have to figure out how to make more ammo for that so you don't run out like the last penelope yeah yeah it's it's, it's oh, i'm i'm it's hanging over my bed though it's place on it okay all right that's fine briv once right. uh once briv sees like that their intent you know is to come up like whenever he has the visibility mm-hmm. all all he does he just waves points at a place and then walks in mm-hmm. and basically uh he's going to um you know try to talk to whoever's in the establishment and uh essentially is i i am looking for room by myself where i shall not be disturbed until morning you half orc you want room uh <laughs> very astute yeah we get you a room very good but i should not be disturbed is this a room such as that <sighs> does the door have a lock oh yes lock has lock very well. Half our golden room, locked door. Be not disturbed. Very good. <laughs> you want drink? I do not require a drink. I have a task to perform. Oh. The key, please. Uh, okay. Uh, gold? <laughs> uh, how much? Uh, 20. 20 gold? Uh, 15. Very well. I slide over 15 gold. <laughs> And then I'm going to go upstairs, and uh, I imagine at this point in time, a little after sunset, is that yeah, what we're yeah, talking it, about? It, it, yeah, the sun has set. And is full party mode in Hoopaduke. There are gnomes in the streets drinking whiskey, drinking absinthe. There are people dancing. There is this vagrancy, people just running through the streets, you know, playing kickball, all kinds of madness. There are gnomes hanging off of signs. The place has gone completely mad. You hear, once you heard a whistle blow and work was out, it is like spring break for gnomes. Like things have gotten weird. There is like an entire, there is a barrel full of whiskey and gnomes are jumping off a plank into the barrel of whiskey, drinking it and popping back out again. And they're so scoring I- the ju- jumping. As I'm going up the stairs <laughs> to find my room, I'm like literally just kind of like picking up gnomes and yeah, yeah. moving them out of my way. And uh, and so as as I get up to the room itself, I get inside. I lock the the padlock. I'm assuming or or the the keyhole. Uh, and then I kind of like turn and look at it one more time. And um, and then I uh, see that there used to be like a, a latch that would also lock, but it's not there anymore. And then I just kind of like pull, push a little bit of metal out of my finger and like, I'm going to leave that metal there and like <laughs> put it back into the, uh, into the latch to make sure that nobody uh, can come in uh, side the door. And then um, I go to the floor and of course, uh, Briv this whole time is kind of talking to himself. So I remember this from long ago and, and he's getting, uh, sitting crisscross applesauce. Uh, he has the sword, you know, in his lap and he's already, uh, kind of determines some of what it does. And so he he starts concentrating just a little bit. And the great sword, uh, you know, first shifts from kind of raw and savage looking, you know, a, a pretty typical orc weapon 
into the cleaner version that looks just like his other sword. And he like lays the other sword down for just a second. Um, and then he, he concentrates again and it elongates and kind of morphs. And so the metal, just like he can control in his body, uh, extends into a spear. And then he does it again and it extends into some cutting out of it. And all of it's just, you know, metal uh, that he's, he's reforming and reshaping. Uh, and he is going to uh, start a ritual that um, he doesn't really know every detail of, but he remembers the stories uh, from, from his super early childhood. And he's hoping that he gets this right, where he's, he's trying to allow the metal to also absorb the properties of his other weapon. And he's going to do that tonight uh, instead of sleeping. Okay. You are in a, a, a deep meditative concentration heavy moment of extreme attunement between two magical items trying to transfer the magic. And you can feel actually like the magic from your great sword moving up your arm and hitting your elbow and moving into your, your, the chest itself. And it just kind of hums inside of you. It's not entirely comfortable what you're doing, and it takes a great deal of physical control at the same time, and and also, frankly, uh, wisdom and concentration. And you push it back out your right hand into the the other sword that can change shape. Okay. And at this point in time, I simply uh, change the shape back into uh, the great sword uh, to look like the other great sword, and. I am just going to, so what, what time would this end up being if that was, it's going to take eight hours. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, at the end of that, uh, I'm simply going to just wait until somebody tries to find me in the morning and starts beating on the door. Uh, what I would assume to be very loud. Any other time that I have there, I'm going to go to sleep. Yeah. I mean, the, the, Everyone's in party mode, but it's so loud that it's almost kind of like, hey, eh, don't really it's know. It's like a noise machine. Yeah, yeah. It's like white noise. <laughs> Living just, in New York City, it's great. It's <laughs> just a white noise. It's just, uh, yeah, gnome machine. <laughs> it's just constant gnomish chatter and screaming and bickering. With all of you back at the safe house, Avon slowly closes the door, and you see Keen the Dark Elf looking at you, clearly going to miss you. And then Keen, then Avon opens the door really quick, real quick. Oh, by the way, and he flicks a coin at you and then shuts the door and locks it. And look at this coin. It's a coin very much like Elendra's coin. Huh. Do I recognize it? And the door disappears. Uh, that's well, that's one way to be secure. Can't break into a place without doors. <laughs> this is true. Uh, we got a Penelope. That is not true, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, the city of Signal is aware now. <laughs> I put right. this coin somewhere safe and join the others. All right. Uh, you saw where Briv Stillmero went off to to an inn, and it is bumping. Do if we hear like the the gnomish parting, I'm yeah. like, you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys. I know everything is terrible, and we're on a mission, and we're moving from crisis to crisis. But I need like one good night. Like I just, I just, I got, I just gotta. <laughs> what are they celebrating? Yeah, I'd love to know. It's being alive, I think. I'll, it's a good I'll thing tell, to celebrate. I tell you, I tell you, I was celebrating. Yeah. Tiny, tiny people, people. 
uh, it's not work. We're not working right now. It's soft work hours. So that's why we're celebrating. Cause you know, you don't be, don't be so judgmental. You can party whenever you want to. It's just, you know, it's I I do just like wander to the nearest crowd of gnomes and like sit down and start telling them stories. Should we just make sure Briv's okay and then go grab a hot dog? <gasps> yeah. There is a gnomish hot dog machine that is on the street right now, just cranking out hot dogs, and, and did- at an alarming, semi-dangerous rate. It's cooking them while you know wrapping them up in little sausages and everything else. And then another thing is like baking the bread instantaneously. You just see bread just pop up, get molded into a bun and get shot out. And they both meet in the hot dogs drop. <laughs> and every once in a while, someone gets hit by a hot dog and gets hit by a bun. Like, under a go. different set of circumstances, I'd be deeply suspicious of anomalous gnomish meat. But right now, Freely just wants to have a good time tonight. Like, give me the hot dogs, give me the drinks. Give me the <laughs> Uh, the kids are going to love this place. You buy into a hot dog freely and it is like the best hot dog you've ever had in your life. Oh my God, Penelope, you got to try this. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Penelope is is off in a dancing. And she's like, yeah, and his name was the Traveler. Huh? Oh, the Traveler. Oh, whoa. Tell me about the Traveler, man. That sounds cool. Right, yeah. I'll tell you everything. He's my friend. That's the best part. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we can like all worship the traveler. Yeah, you should. I mean, maybe, you know, he never said worship, but you should be his friend. I can't, I think that's kind of very similar, isn't we it? We can all worship the, be friends of the traveler. Yeah, you got it. Oh, okay. Does he like altars and stuff or like we can make him like a gnomish altar, like, like an altar that dances. <gasps> yeah. I think he'd love that. Okay, yeah, we we work on that. We work on that right now. I can I can I can invent while drunk. I'm fine. I believe you. <laughs> I'm good. I can I'll make I'll make I'll make a I'll make a I'll make a robot statue right now to the traveler right now. I'll do I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, yeah, good. Do, do it. it. They'll, do it. They'll do it right now. Okay. We're gonna make a robot statue to the traveler right now. I'll All right, guys. Them. <laughs> start making it. They start making a robot statue to the traveler. <laughs> I would probably spend just 10 seconds checking up on Briv, probably being that person who knocks on the door. Like, yeah, hey, yeah, are Briv- you okay? <laughs> I mean, if it's during that eight hours, she does not get a reply. It would yeah. be like right at the beginning. It would be like, do you need anything? You want me to get you a hot dog? Dude, no? Yeah, I mean, if it's toward the beginning, I say, I am indisposed, Orkira. <laughs> Okay, let us know. If you I need shall anything. see thee in the morning. Okay, sure. Uh, I'll go back outside, and I'm gonna find a place. I'm assuming there's like bonfires set up somewhere. And oh yeah, there's bonfires, all kinds of stuff. Like yeah, I want to go find like the biggest on, like little tricycle tricycles that are like got kind of like a jet engine on the back, and they are like doing jumps <laughs> over bonfires right now. Oh my gosh! And everyone once in a while, one doesn't make it. Oh, no. uh, but they like th- th- there's a squad with like a fire hose and they hit hit the one the gnome on the who's on fire right now and he jumps out of the bonfire and then a fire hose just hits him and then knocks him about like eight blocks down the street and then he's just like a smoking mass and he's just like ha, 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 ha. <laughs> uh, yeah i don't think i made it <laughs> this is yeah. interesting the spring in me starts to burn yes i wish to jump a fire on a tricycle 
I am making a sign that says um, Keen Knievel, and I'm there with it. Yay! Oh, oh my gosh. I'll go grab a drink and go stand next to Akira. Win with gnomes. <laughs> oh. It's all right. I still have a couple of healing spells left. They'll be fine. All the gnomes are like, Keen, 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 I need an acrobatics check. You can do it. Bardic inspiration. I slap him on the back. I'm like, I believe in you. They pull a ripcord and the and the fire engine on the back of it just explodes. And there's like an explosion of like smoke and eldritch fire. And you start heading right for the bonfire. Yeah! Some guidance as well. I'm going to use all of the bardic and all the guidance. Use it all. Oh, wow. All together, it is a dirty 20. Yay! Yeah, you on this this tricycle <laughs> and you just go boom right through the air and all the gnomes are like oh shit <laughs> and you just fly and you perfectly you perfectly land on the tricycle you actually hit a building roll on the side of the wall wheels <laughs> slightly and the gnomes are like watching you like whoa <laughs> And then you come off the building and then you land and you just do like a Tokyo drift move and it just leaves like tire burn. Has to digitate like colorful sparks coming out of the tail of his tricycle. Me too. I'm starting a wave in the crowd. Yeah. Just mm. like, yay! Yeah, all the gnomes are like, oh no! And one of them's like, if you're not out of control, you're not in control. <laughs> This place is awesome! <laughs> We've left the kids in a good place. <laughs> you brought us to Hupper Duke. Uh, That's what you did. You knew what we were. Spring break is it, the best place. Mm, Every the absolute Briv, best time for Briv to miss, too. I love yeah, it. Even, yeah, yeah, I know. Briv, you were like deep in consternation. Every once in a while, a, a, a random gnome flies through there and hits your window and slowly goes. <laughs> but once it's a tricycle and you could swear you see Keen <laughs> flaming on the side of it. And I expect you're just like. <laughs> you probably couldn't have chosen a worse city to be. The, ac the, actual, <laughs> the actual, you know, wisdom or charisma saving throws that have to happen. For it to all go with it, for Briv not to stop and just join in the revels. It has nothing to do with distraction. It's just like he wants just to self control. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, you're you're having to work your oath of heroism like a lot. You're like, I made a commitment. I made a commitment. Every once in a while, I do just message him where he's like, Woo, yeah. And then I'm like, no, Briv is terrible. No, this sucks so bad. You're not missing anything. Oh my god, hold on, you guys. And then it just like cuts off. Oh my gosh. Yo, someone runs over to a bunch of you as well. Uh, another gnome. He's got like a big bushy beard, but nothing in the series. He's like, oh, we're going to do, we're going to do, we're going to do forge fight. You want to do a forge fight? What? What is that? Yes. What? What is it? Oh, that's when we get into two forged uh, automatons and then we like fight battle bots. <laughs> uh, I will I grab up, more popcorn and, and I will sit and watch. <laughs> I hold up my metal arm and I'm like, I was built for this. <laughs> oh, oh, you're already halfway there, man. 
Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> who's getting into battle bots? Who's getting into who? Who's getting into constructs? I will get into a construct after I drink one of these. What you, is it? All right, you drink a bunch of gnomish whiskey. Uh, Penelope half pint. <laughs> you are in like one corner, and in the other corner is freely. And, and Freely's is made out of like all rusty iron and there's a little bit of blood on inside of it. It's not like, a, it's not totally up to spec. That's a weird paint job. Yours <laughs> is all chrome and blinged out with like magical light and stuff. And there's it's almost like disco light. Dancing lights are constantly being cast in it. <laughs> and so you're just like <laughs> And when Freely moves it, it's like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, time to, to go to, time to, go to halfling school. Attack <laughs> Fear my metal. Oh, what's our attack? Yeah, well, yeah, what, what are we doing? Uh, what, you what get plus six, plus six to your attack. 25. Okay. <laughs> I, I have no idea what the AC is, but my attack is 17. Your attack is 17. Penelope half pint strikes you. <sighs> strikes your, your, your metal construct. Um, <laughs> 48 points of damage and your construct just explodes all around you and you topple out of it and you're just like surrounded in a pile of rubble and as Penelope yeah! just like does the one-two punch <laughs> I super run up and chest bump her construct like in the knee like uh, 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 uh. yeah punch. okay what's next we I've now made a sign that says Penelope awesome and I'm holding that up and I'm like yeah a bunch of gnomes come over signs? and they're like you see like three gnomes run over with a spear and they're like oh uh tall people we got tall people in in in, in town you're much taller than dwarves can we can we get your help we want to try something new yeah oh. like what oh how about you how about uh you pale elf lady i'm yeah uh, uh, you know what, 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 what are we doing i'm the spear makes me a little nervous <laughs> no, it's totally, totally fine we do this all the tall. time it's totally As fine it we, would. Used to, we used to do this in my neighborhood all the but time you, you just said this is new uh, well uh, you know no no you know you know it's, it's be, be cool have a uh whiskey have a whiskey <laughs> and they rush when over to gnomes. like keen and another group of gnomes rush over to keen with a with a spear Okay, so like everything's gonna be fine. All you need to do is run real fast at your other elf friend. All right. And that's that's the rules of the game. Let <laughs> let your rider determine what happens, man. Like the rider is in it's called elf jousting. That's the new game we're just made up. Elf jousting. We're doing elf jousting right now, okay? And they're not trying to hit you. We're not trying trying to kill the other we're not trying to kill anybody, you know. <laughs> we're, we're just trying to hit the other gnome. Like this is just fun. Hey, hey, what, no, what? hey, guess what? If this goes bad, a Rin can do a full body replacement. It's fine. <laughs> hey, what's in this, man? Because, whoa. <laughs> we'll this... call it Samma Juice. Uh, that's, that's not alcohol, man. That's like alchemist fire, but, you know, whatever whatever gets you high. <laughs> I mean, I got to offline to figure out what that orange drink is that's... in real life. Good stuff, man. <laughs> Look, hey, give me that stick, man. <laughs> I messaged Briv that's again. That's me. This is, uh, that's He's my in job. his sloshed season. I messaged Briv. I'm your jockey. I'm, I'm, I'm the keen jockey. Right. I'm keen, like, just why? stay in your summer. Just stay in your summer. You'll be fine. I don't beg him in summer anymore, man. 
It's like okay. spring break. <laughs> so where am I going with this stick, man? So we so put gnomes just, on our shoulders? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a gnome on each of your shoulders just like holding a spear. Feels like back with the clan. All right, so. Clan monkey mouse. Here we the, go. Then we hit three. <laughs> we, on, on the count of three, just charge the other elf. All right, we'll, we'll take care of the rest. All right, <laughs> one, oh, oh, two, oh, three. All right. Keen gets a two. I, I need a, uh, Keen, you have disadvantage. <laughs> and I need an attack roll from Melindra. I've foreseen this moment, Keen gets a two. <laughs> oh, oh my god what are we adding to it <laughs> it's, what it's, we add it's, to it? it's done it's a keen just keen how do you how do you approach <laughs> badly yeah i i start my master charge like forward man and then i forget <laughs> my drink so i pause and i turn around and i get my drink and then when i turn back I'm facing the wrong way, man. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good because Alindra is struggling to carry this gnome on her shoulders. This is a very heavy. <laughs> what did you call Staggering me? forward, trying to. <laughs> tall, lady, tall, tall lady, you're not so good at being tall. <laughs> you, uh, you, you'll just. Stop quit. wiggling so Thanks. much. We're going to miss. I'm gonna throw ah! up. No. <laughs> Keen, your gnome gets knocked off just and it flies into a fountain nearby. I had a gnome on me, man. <laughs> <laughs> like I just intermittently about every 15 minutes or so, Briv keeps getting broken messages like, oh my God, that was incredible. No, no, Briv, this is all stupid. Just you stay indoors, man. Like it's, it just smells weird. And then gets the cuts off mid-sentence. <laughs> I now have a sign that says Alindra, daughter of awesome. Yay, Alindra! <laughs> okay, okay. We, we got one more game, right? Name. We got one more game. We see that you cannot party with like the tough people like us, but like, so, oh, Dragonborn. <laughs> What's up? Hi. <laughs> just, we just want to see what happens. We're going to line up shots. All shots on of this what? Table. And then we need you to do like a drive by. <laughs> Uh, Only by? I want to ride on top of you when we do it. You're just gonna lay all the shots. Just lay all the shots. We just do it. And do there's it. this like all of these picnic benches all the way down the block, and there's nothing but whiskey <clears throat> shots all the way down. Like just just a thousand I, whiskey shots. I minor I, illusion like a landing strip along for <laughs> the, like, like, <laughs> just like guiding lights. Yeah, like, yeah, down the side of the shot. All right, give me a torch and get on. Let's do this. No, no, you gotta do the breath thing, right? Like you can breathe. Can you breathe? You're like, like a dragon, right? Yeah, but I can only do like 15 feet. There's a, there's a lot going on here. I Just need more than really, that. Really fast. <laughs> Just move really fast. All right, sure. Just go all the way in. Do you want a little something to help you? Shot, shot, shot. Here, drink this. this drink this. I take whatever it is. You get haste. You are like. Your eyes just like your pupils just go wide open. You're like, oh, oh. The, I, I grab her. I grab her face. I literally look at her. I'm like, Akira, 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 Akira. Yeah, I do it for the phoenix. <laughs> I am right over his shoulder. You are in your summer. Akira, I'm always in my summer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, all right. I let him get on top of my shoulders. Let's uh, go in the clock tower, and then we're we'll just... here. We're here. 
you are blessed. And I cast bless on you. You cast bless on another gnome. Do you have another bless? <laughs> so uh, I, I can get a couple of people in it. I mean, I like, th- thanks, thanks, man. Thanks for the bless. <laughs> I appreciate it. Okay. So, okay. Right. So Linda cast bless on me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So there's this moment in where I look super excited and about to put the gnome on my face. And then Urkira's face falls and she looks panicked and she goes, ah, and I'm uh, flying away. I'm going to, I'm gone. Hasted the- back to wherever Briv was. Okay. Freaked out. Urkira? Is the gnome still on your shoulder? No, I didn't get him on my shoulders yet. Okay. So as soon as that happens, I'm just like, ah, ah, and I'm gone. Oh man, what did you say? I when I, when she leaves, I'm like, um, and I turn and just try an Eldritch Blast over the shots and see if that lights them. I'm fine if I destroy them all. I'm like, I'll push you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They, they all explode all in one line of like 120 feet. They just go. Ooh. Oh, oh man. On her. Yeah, Akira. She's never scared of anything. What just happened? She's scared of gnomes. I'm going to go follow. And on my way, I'm going to grab a drink <laughs> to take with me. I think this is a, g- a good moment to take a long rest. Just n- you've had a lot to drink. And probably Orkira doesn't want to be interrupted. And also, so Briv Steelmarrow isn't stuck in his room all night. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> well, well, well I, I definitely, definitely have one action that I would like to do like as soon as the morning comes. Okay. Uh, before we gloss that over. So basically, Briv is going to actually emerge from his room i imagine earlier than the rest of the degenerates right yeah um and basically you know he he retrieves the the metal back into his body he unlocks the door he walk he starts walking out in the hallway and they're just no like a carpet of gnomes yeah um and you know and then he happens to maybe see Freely probably uh, amongst one of them it's, or something. It's, Freely would have like slept right against your door like I was guarding it, but like really badly. You know what so, I mean? So like, when, it, like, when, it, when, it, when I open it, it and there's several the gnomes sleeping on Freely. Yeah. <laughs> and he just and slowly We can't falls. say for sure what happened. Cuddle pile. That's Neither all that can Freely. And so I am just going to like edge my way downstairs and basically I'm just going to get at the Deadwood looking balcony, you know, like looking down on the aftermath of Rebels and Briv just kind of to himself, like just shakes his head, takes the sword off, looks at the sword and then just says, I hope that thou art worth it. (laughs) And then he puts it back (laughs) and he goes to try to find everyone to to try to wake them up uh, after he feels like they've slept. You all hear an incredibly loud whistle. There's a boo. And all the gnomes get up and they're like, fine. Oh, shh. and they like, some of them cast predestination. I can't say it. Thank you. Thank everyone. I was like point at someone and have them do it for me. Uh, we gotcha. And they all immediately start going to work. Almost like they're completely sober and they're fine. No hangover, no nothing. This is just every day and, and, and Hoopadoke. Not really. <laughs> However, for you all, this loud whistle is like the worst. Oh my god. Oh. Okay. Uh, you have still pieces of BattleBot on you freely <laughs> that you didn't know were still attached. Oh, all right. 
Okay. I, I do uh, check my, my personal effects are all in place. <laughs> yeah, everything's there. Everything's yeah. there. And including all your original limbs. Ooh. Well, <laughs> you may well, wish your head was Some aftermarket now. upgrades, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. No, Briff, I was like keeping an eye on you to make sure you were okay. <laughs> that you were okay. I am perfectly fine, Freely. I yeah. thank thee for thine vigilance. No, you didn't miss anything, man. It was like super stupid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was super duper. I hope Ted doesn't feel that way, too. Hooper <laughs> <laughs> duper? Hooper duper. Hooper duper. <laughs> no, no, we don't want the him to feel bad. the name of this episode, Hooper duper. Stage whisper to Penelope. I'm like, no, we don't want him to feel bad for missing out. Tell him it sucked. Oh, I was awesome, but it sucked. Okay, okay. Um, it was Hooper Dooper. I oh. am standing right here. Oh. Uh, Penelope has like about 80 club stamps all up and down her <laughs> arm. <laughs> Apparently, Penelope didn't head back to the inn. <laughs> Not quite sure. And now everyone knows the traveler. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest crusade ever. It's true. Oh my gosh. The crusade of friendship. Yeah, if you try to wash it off, it doesn't work so great. So <laughs> people are going to know for a while. Spring break crusade. Mm-hmm. Is the mm-hmm. highest point in the city? Yeah, it's, it's a ways. There's like an upper city that's a little bit more secure. I get to the highest point in the lower city. Mm-hmm. That is where I am waking up. Okay. <laughs> you are waking up on a clock tower, and you are woken up not by the whistle, but the actual gonging of this, the bell. Doom. Doom. As seagulls kind of like pick at you, just like we're curious if maybe perhaps you might have turned. <laughs> I am in my winter. <laughs> Seagulls all fly away because it's something gets very cold and they're like frightened of your presence. Oh, that is all. <laughs> Penelope, uh, Penelope would like to check, uh, try to find Orkira if we know where she is. Where's Orkira? Well, after I flew off, I would have found my way probably to the only place that I thought was safe, which would have been outside of where Abram's safe house is. And I would have just hung out in a corner until. Things had passed. Did you fall asleep? Probably. Pro- I, I don't imagine I would have been scared too long. So I probably, it took me a while and then I just kind of curled up and fell asleep. So I'm probably waking up outside of the safe house like, all right, I guess I should go find everybody. You wake up and you have a blanket that has been placed on you. Oh, did I steal someone's blanket too? <laughs> and, and in your armpit is a diamond that is wrapped in a piece of scribbled paper. Aww. Open it up. What does it say? I just wanted you to know, Orkira Eldrex, I am not 100% a dick. <laughs> I'll fold the piece of paper up and put it in my bag and look at the diamond and be like, he just had to hang out with Penelope for a while. And I'll put the... <laughs> and then... I'll spend a good moment or two trying to figure out how to deliver the blanket back, but I'm assuming there's no windows. There's no doors, there's nothing. <laughs> That's adorable. Like, She's just like staring at walls and just, <laughs> just, just like you're, you're like, like a pulp fiction meme. You're just like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 
I'll fly up on the roof. I'll think for a second about the chimney. I'll be like, nah, I'm not no, gonna do he's that. really worked this out. No, he's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's definitely smarter than I am. I will tuck the blanket away and then I'll wander back over to the inn where I hope my friends have found a place to sleep. You, you find Briv still, Mero, uh, longingly looking at what he missed. <laughs> hey, this, oh, what oh, happened oh, oh, here, Okira? This place knows how to party, that's for sure. Are, are you okay? What were you up to? I made a new friend, and uh, basically, uh, Briv pulls the giant sword uh, off, and as soon as he does, he just starts like kind of changing through as quickly as he can to like different weapons. I, oh, that's cool. I call it Arsenal, and it <laughs> is part of me now. Like, literally? Like, you're going to stick it inside you? Uh, we'll see how it goes. <clears throat> okay. That's what you were up doing all night? It was. I wanted to be at my best when we go to try to save thee. <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Do you want to hear about the jet engines? You should ask Keen about the jet engines. Perhaps I can get that tale when we are on the road. I mean, he probably has a lot of tales about that, yeah. He could probably tell you. Yeah, it was really neat. Wilt it wasn't thou... as neat as your sword thing, though. That's super neat. Thou dost not have to patronize me, Orkira. Uh, I, I know that it is rather neat, but uh, wilt thou help me herd the cats to get on the road? It might be difficult. I am not sure that Alindra has ever drank alcohol or had fun in her life, so... I'm not exactly sure if uh, she'll be ready for the travels today. Well, we'll do our best. It'll be, it'll be fun to hear what everybody was up to all night, right? <laughs> it surely will. If Huzzah. they remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, right, uh, yeah, let's go, let's go uh, see how everyone's doing. Get everybody ready. Yeah, yeah. And I'll walk on inside awkwardly. Be probably too loud as I'm trooping upstairs and be like, hi, is everyone okay? Akira, are you okay? Why are you yelling? I'm not yelling. This is just my indoor voice. <laughs> Sorry. I hand freely a, a flask of water. Uh, yeah. A flask of water. You know, it's the is it a flask of water? One of the gnomes is wearing Freely's freely spare shirt. <laughs> just, ooh, okay. Right. <laughs> Were you wearing that? last night you know the details are hazy but that, that's that's all right how wait, how how are you doing red you you were whoo all right yeah from what i remember you had a good time it was yeah it was i find this hard to believe no she like she really she went for it it's the you know, hey all right the I one mean, time i tried to do an eight hour magical ritual and alindra actually has a good time now no, you, you know how i feel all of the time. No, you, Briv, what you did was you brought balance to the planes to, like, free her up to have a good time by you doing the, like, book nerd stuff. Very well. <laughs> Twas worth it, I suppose. Has anyone seen Kane? Kane, you are climbing down this large bell tower. Every time it gongs, you're just like, oh, <laughs> and you have to pee. And... <laughs> And you just you just climb down the rope and you get to the bottom of the clock tower and you walk and you bump into something because uh, your your keen your your keen elven incense you know senses aren't so great right now and you see this enormous 
construct statue in front of you and it's made it's like partially painted green a green metal and it has like long wavy copper wire for hair and it's just moving a hand back and forth with glowing green eyes i'm the traveler worship me i'm the traveler worship me i'm the traveler worship me I'm the Trav. Is that me or is that the thing? <laughs> Give it a kick. Those those gnomish batteries, they last for centuries. I'm sure it just needs a little jostle. <laughs> I will report this later to the group. <laughs> All right. You make your way back to the uh, to the inn. I just, uh, while we're sitting there, I'm like, so you guys, the kids are safe. I think we call the drow and ask them how to find them. Do you want to be calling in your condition right now? Nah, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I am an actor. I'll be ready. Kira. Breakfast first. Kira, what happened to you yesterday? You just ran away. Uh, I just needed to not be there anymore. Oh, okay. it's fine. It's fine. It's okay. Briv pulls out all breakfast. kinds of meat. When she said breakfast, Briv starts pulling out all kinds of meat and is just meeting people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to pass out meat. To oh, pocket salami. Take. That's <laughs> Our girl will puns. take the distraction. Pocket salami. Great. Uh, here, have, have some. Here. <laughs> And uh, basically when that happens, Brib kind of winks at Orkira um, because he was, uh, he was actually trying to get her out of that situation. So Alindra is going to message Orkira uh, privately, not on group chat and just say, whenever you're ready to talk, I'm here. Do I even get the message? You. Then I don't respond. Ah, that's good salami. Huzzah. We should get some uh, water and some electrolytes in all of you and then uh, figure out what we're going to do. Oh, uh, I did. Well, I didn't actually talk to him. Uh, he left me a note. Uh, Averin, I got the diamond back. He gave me the diamond back. Also, I've got a blanket of his I really need to give back. But there's no door. There's no window. There's no nothing. Is it just a blanket? No, it's a diamond. See? It, no, I very much like get like right, right next to it. I'm like, no, does the like magic or like always keep you warm or like strangle your, your enemies? Your or... tingles as you get near it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh, hey. it's like there's something with the blanket. Oh, um, uh, yeah. I can, I can do an a detect magic or an identify if we have the time. I'll hand the blanket to Alindra and be like, I, I just thought he was being nice, but maybe you can't really nice. detect magic. Tell me about detect sure. magic. Uh, detect magic will uh, allow me to sense the presence of magic within 30 feet of me. Uh, anything I sense, I see a faint aura around any uh, visible creature or object that bears magic, and I learn the school of magic. If uh, Orkira's blanket lights up like a Christmas tree. It is, okay. um, it is a, it has evocation magic tied to it which when you walk you can kind of identify that it kind of it's almost like a, a blanket of elven kind so it kind of like masks your presence while you're sleeping and keeps you warm at the same time oh. all of orkira lights up and glows so bright the entire inn is bathed in the magic the bluish glow of detect magic 
What school is she lighting up with? She is lighting up with evocation. And? (laughs) Yeah, we're waiting for the butt. We're waiting for the butt on that one. And you are reading the different colors and the auras, and they're exceptionally strong. There's powerful magic here. So you're reading very powerful evocation magic surrounding her at, at this moment. And you are also picking up a layer of illusion. Okay. Wonder what's up? Yeah. Hi. Yeah. I make sure there's no one around. In fact, I may put us into a, a tiny hut to have this conversation. We need to just, or or I can group chat. We'll, we'll call you? it what it is, so no one gets confused at home. Sorry, <laughs> I, I'm very very <laughs> telepathic bond. Yeah. Um, you can you hear me, Okira? Can I hear her on the group chat? I was able to before, right? Yes, you can hear in, in that. Yeah, hi. In the call. And then I message and I say, can you hear me here? I don't get the message. No. Something is off. I, yeah, I mean, it's been off since, you know. Really off. Like what? I just, I need to check some things a little bit further and... May is it I with just, the blanket? I mean, you... Uh, it, 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 and I look at her and I am going to lie to her. Okay. Um, it, yes, I, I need you to come with me, though. I, I want to just give it, do a little bit more examination on it. Just, And I would like to cast Identify on Orkira to figure out what's going on with her. Tell me about Identify. If I'm touching a, a creature, I learn what spells, if any, are currently affecting it. Is there any limitation? Any save on that? Uh, it does not have any save. So she casts Identify on me? Are we still... So How long said- does that take? And what's everyone else doing? It is now that I return. <laughs> <laughs> and then, now is the winter of Arkeen. <laughs> I walk quietly so as not to make sound with my footsteps. Hey, O'Keen. No, I walk back. Tis thine friend, Brave. How art thou doing this fine morning? Why are you following me? (laughs) Brave keeps walking to try to chase him. (laughs) Identify only works on objects. No, the the last line of it says you can do it on a creature. It does? If you instead touch a creature throughout the casting, you learn what spells, if any, are currently affecting it. Keen, okay. art thou in thine winter now? You discover that Arkara Eldrex has had a wish spell cast on her. She has also had Simulacrum. And that's where we'll end the adventure, everyone. Thank you for watching Beyond Heroes. Thank you so much to Lauren Urban playing Orkara Eldrex. B. Dave Walters playing Freely Lee. TJ Storm playing King Dea Preth. Jen Kretschmer playing Alindra Sabrand. Hope Lavelle playing Penelope Halfpint. And Adam Bradford playing Friv Still Marrow. Check out Battle Champions. There is Friv Still Marrow is now available. Now you can Huzzah. play both as Averin and as Briv all at the same time. It's very exciting. Thank you so much for joining us and letting us go just a little bit late. I'm casting Freely's Tantrum. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget to love each other. Thank you so much for watching. Bye. Bye. Beyond Heroes features Todd Kenrick as Dungeon Master with players TJ Storm, Hope Lavelle, Jen Kretschmer, B. Dave Walters, Lauren Urban, and Adam Bradford. It's produced in association with D&D Beyond. Our live producer is Adam Bradford. Our video producer is William Box. 
Our podcast producer is Lauren Urban, and the story is by Todd Kenrick. This podcast is pulled from our live stream show, which airs Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash dndbeyond, and you can find out more at dndbeyond.com. <laughs>